And we're back for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. I am your host, Ma Sebastian, and with me for our bi-weekly installment, we have Matthew Parker, Max Taylor. Go. What's the intro? <laughs> Howdy. Howdy. Are you, you are sticking with Howdy. Bro, you were, you were workshopping time, like six different ones before you fucking started. Every time I think I'm not going to stick to it, I just stick to it, you know? I mean... I'm nothing if not consistent. I was going to say, the the beauty is in the consistency. Yeah. Um, nice. How are you doing? I'm good. Yeah, yeah I'm good tired we had a long day yesterday we were maybe like 7 a.m and then got home got back here around 11 and then we're like hanging fish till one Oof. we did it to ourselves though we were yeah, fishing yeah. for like the first the whole morning and then we drove well because you're you were saying just before we started this that you were <clears throat> it was the first day of trout season no yeah trout opener for uh which for we angling. have we have for angling angling, for angling. only yeah yeah so the anglers listen up yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's Get for uh, point. it's for like fishing like recreationally for trout it's only open from the last saturday in april until the last saturday in october okay and then in between that it depends actually where, where you're fishing but generally southern ontario that's the the vibe okay if you go up to like past huntsville you can fish in like january but everything's frozen over anyways it's... yeah you're like then you're fucking ice fishing yeah while angling has yeah, it it's like really... you break up all the ice on a river i that tried doesn't... I tried. It's really dangerous. It's not a smart idea because you can't tell where the ice starts. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. I'm, you're not that guy. You're not, you're not that yeah. guy. You're not that guy, pal. But yeah. Break, yeah, a, got a break little, ice uh, with your fist. Be a man. If you guys see this on Instagram, we got a little uh, fancy little fish print behind us. We're yeah. trying to make the most of the podcast studio that we have here. Yeah. 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 The the mediocre puppet podcast studio. Um, nice. Well, it's a work in progress. Everything, yeah. life, life in general, this, pro- this podcast. Um, Us. Yeah. As we're, we're definitely fucking works in progress. Um, <laughs> shit. Fuck. I can't imagine ever being like a complete whole person though. Like, no, because like, what, what do those people do? What do they do? They just live. They, they like, don't exist. Blissfully? Like they don't exist. Exactly. Right. No so it's thing. like, if you're never, if you're always kind of like working on yourself, then certainly I, you know, the work's never finished air quotes, but like mm. it's fucking, but at least you always have, I don't know, like a project, like my ADD brains, like I need, I need a project. I need something to do. Yeah. I'll just always work on me. Yeah. 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 You know I mean, I don't know. Or take up running in 40 kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. Started my, yeah. Marathon training started this week. It's Thanks exciting. for reminding me that I'm tired. Um, <laughs> well, cause last week I was just like, let me just get back into it just slowly. I'm not going to do any big runs yet. <laughs> I did. Like I did a six, an eight and a 10. Nice. Uh, or maybe it was like a four, a four, eight and a 10 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like nothing, the first two were like sub, so my, my race pace, my race pace, I'm not actually racing. I'm just trying yeah, to do a marathon in under it. four hours. Uh-huh. Um, but that's running a five minute and 30 kilometer. Uh, sorry, five, five minute and 30 second kilometer. Um, wow. For 42, kilometer, 41 point something kilometers straight, 42 point something. I don't know. Sounds stressful. Math. Um, you do my math, as you used to say. Um, but it's... Uh, <laughs> But I, um, yeah, I just literally just started running again last week and it's fucking sucks, <laughs> dude. Like just because I was tired and then running, like I literally after service on Saturday, I went and ran a 10 K. Oh, really? So after, uh, and you had to work on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So after a fucking s- 
what is it? The uh, uh, math. Six hours of just straight brunch. Mm. Just doing single leg squats to get down to the oven and fucking my right leg, my like my right quad mm. was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I was, but like I stretched, I stretched before I went to bed. Like yeah. I smoked a little pot and I was like watching something. Stretching probably like it was like good when you're stoned. It's, it feels so very, good, very but like so yeah. weird. Cause you're like, yeah, you're like, you can feel all the muscle like stretch and you're like, whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Especially with the amount of fucking weed I smoke at times. <laughs> well, like I just I was fucking I was blitzed. Oh really? Um Saturday but like night. asleep by ten thirty. Nice. It was glorious. That's the best. Up at like six six thirty. Yeah. Um but I think I think I'm gonna start waking up at like four AM to like crank my runs out before work. Yeah. So that I'm like wakes me up. I've had breakfast. Mm. I'm like I'm I'm good to go. And like, I've already kind of made the day my bitch yeah, in, in a way. Cause like when yeah. I used to work out, when I used to work nights, mm-hmm. even at the diner, like, you know, nights I start at two. So it's like, I'd be up at six yeah. in the morning. I would get my workout done. I would get, um, any life stuff I needed to get done. And then mm-hmm. I would, and then I would go to work. Like work was the end of my day. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, just go home and go to bed. Sweet. Yeah. I'd go home. I'd smoke some pot. I'd eat some snacks and I'd go to bed. Yeah. And have a bad sleep. And then I got up and do it all over again. I don't yeah. sleep well, man. Like, I, yeah. I just don't. Really? Or especially not last night. I ate like three fucking pecan butter tarts, <laughs> half a pack of turtles. <laughs> it was fucking. You got a sweet tooth, eh? Bro. When you're, you were just eating a Snickies. Yeah. 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 But like. Boy, your boy's still got a decent figure. Okay? Yeah, better than me. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember in our early twenties when I was chubby and you had a six pack. Yeah. Oh, the days, Matt. When I just didn't have to work out or do anything, and I was just <laughs> your metabolism. Well, I think it had a lot to do with the cocaine use, but <laughs> my, I keep on like yeah. telling my wife that I'm fat, and she's just like, "You're not fat. This is like what normal people look like." She's like, "You just quit doing drugs," and I'm like, "Oh." Yeah. Uh... <laughs> right. I have an I appetite. I like actually again. eat three meals a day now, <laughs> and I'm not working 90 hours a week. That's yeah. makes sense. Story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Story checks out. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, you doing good though? Yeah, I'm you good. Feeling? You're feeling happy? Feeling? Feeling happy? Frisky? Feeling? <laughs> feeling frisky? Thirty flirty and thriving? No, not yet. In July, I will be. Thirty flirty. <laughs> Don't tell Marla that. Marla doesn't want to hear you flirty. Come on, bro. Yeah, only with her. Yeah. Yeah, um yeah. no th- and, no, and maybe milo yeah we got like super busy week it like kind of came up on us out of nowhere we got like things planned on the weekend we're doing the videography shoot with SoFly. yeah which fun. is gonna be super fun and then immediately after that we have to do this sakai bar pop-up so it's like a banger back to back it just kind of like we're like just said yes to everything and then all of a sudden we looked at our week like, and we're like oh, oh fuck <laughs> We didn't double book anything. It's just going to be tight, but yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Like same day you have the... the no, so I think or... it's Friday, Saturday, we're up in the Beaver Valley. So we're going to the Beaver River to fish with the SoFly guys. And then uh, Sunday we have off, but we're getting dinner with Julian, the guy who helped us with the dinner in yep. Montreal. He's coming here to do a dinner with Sushi Nishinokaze. So we're taking him out to dinner because he took us out to dinner. And then Monday, sorry, Monday prep day, Tuesday, Wednesday is Sakai Bar. So cool. Yeah, gonna be good. Sounds like good times. Sounds and then, like you're and then we have to pay rent. Those fucking ninety-hour work weeks, <laughs> and then we have to pay rent, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yeah. first of the month. But upstairs, mm-hmm. fucking tiles are up. I haven't seen it for yeah. for a couple of weeks now. Tiles are up. Probably three, four pretty. weeks. Um, yeah, we're just great. we just talked with the plumber and the electrician today, so hopefully that's gonna be going in the next couple of weeks. Nice. Um, yeah, things are happening. It's just weird because like I'll is come fridge, in here. Is fridge showing up anytime soon? It's so funny. We like keep message or emailing the guy, and we're like, because we changed a couple things. Like uh, the instead of white panels on the outside of the fridge, we're getting black panels just because. Mm. It'll just look much nicer. It's also gonna age better. Fridge, yeah, it'll age better. It'll not look as dirty all the time. Yeah. Um, and it was only like a for a very expensive fridge. It was only like a very small amount more money. So it was worth it. Um, and then we're like, so like this doesn't like put us off the uh the timeline that we have, right? That we're still good for for mid June. And he's just like, does not answer our question. He just like keeps on like dodging the question in the email. So we're like, oh my god, this is stressful. Then. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah right now it's july 1st opening but we'll see yeah yeah nature of the beasts she goes <laughs> i'm like oh yeah yeah i mean but at least you guys you're getting back to wholesales yeah we've been doing a lot of it there's you know 220 pounds in the fridges upstairs right now um and should be all gone by thursday so that's good nice yeah okay that's good yeah so at least at least money's starting to come in yeah like you know our budget that we've been doing is all about like what we've been given as far as like our loans yeah and we're like oh my god freaking out all this stuff but it's like oh wait we can actually just sell fish and then that can be like paying our rent while we're mm-hmm. you know while you're using yeah the the money to actually build the joint exactly yeah. yeah so at least we can stay afloat in that way yeah yeah the catering okay. events catering events go to like our own personal paychecks because otherwise we're not making any money i was gonna say otherwise you're not paying personal rent you're yeah and then matt and marla move into the basement of this place and set up a couple of cots <laughs> They, yeah, they from, lock they from, lock they lock Milo in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> rent goes from two thousand dollars a month to five thousand dollars a month. Wow. And I live at my work. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna be doing that for the foreseeable future regardless. Yeah. No, I'm excited. It's it's gonna be I'm like super excited for like I was talking about this with Marlo the other night. Like we were just having drinks and we do this thing, we got um this card game when we were on our honeymoon in um uh Wales. We were in uh Cardiff and we found like in this knickknack store this card game for like relationships supposed to be to like first dates and you like pick mm-hmm. a card you ask each other questions you answer it and she was ex- asking like what are you most excited for in your coming career and stuff like that and it's gonna be like so satisfying to just have like all these fish hanging and like check on them every single day and like look at each individual one move them yeah. around the fridge being like and then like somebody comes in and asks for some fish i'd be like oh this one particular is like what you're looking for you know what i mean like yeah, really yeah, cater yeah. the experience to people nice so yeah i'm excited it's fun. I was actually talking, uh, it was a couple months ago. I think I told you about this, maybe off pod or on pod. I don't remember, but off pod, on pod. Um, I, I was talking to, uh, the owner of the restaurant, Ben, my mm-hmm. chef. Um, and, and he was like, you heard about these affinity fish guys? I'm like, oh, really? yeah, those are my fucking friends, dude. Like these are literally the... try to get him yeah. to like buy our fish. hundred percent. And, like, eh. and he's like, I'm going to go with this other guy who brings me fucking shit fish. I'm like, <laughs> I told I, you. I, yeah. I, whatever, dude. It's your fucking restaurant. I yeah, guess. yeah. Um, but he's like, I was like, yeah, those are my boys. I told you. But he's like, oh, can we use their fish? He's yeah. like, well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, fucking Christ. I'm what like, you- I can literally have them reserve a fish for me. Oh yeah. Well, I can send a text message, yeah. right? Like all that shit. It's like, 
or if I or literally I wouldn't even need a dry age. I would probably just use it for for like mm-hmm. a quick cure and a and a cold smoke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, but yeah, it's just like I was Florida. I was just like, uh, right. <laughs> I dude, I don't fucking clearly he had a whole bunch on his plate at the time. But yeah. um, should we get in some 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 topicos? Topicos. Tapicos. <laughs> um, Topo Chicos. Like huh? the, the soda. Topo Chico. It's the Mexican soda drink. I mean, now you're just being racist. No. <laughs> no. No. Bad. It's a real thing. Bad. Pero, it's real life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's a real thing. I'm not making it up. Look it up. Shout um, out to Topo Chico. So just, your, your sodas are delicious and <laughs> only mildly offensive. Um... <laughs> Latinos are hateful. Let's just put it that way, okay? Um, you would know better than I would. Fuck yeah, I would, dude. <laughs> go, if you ever go to South America, you're gonna get so many death stares. You like white people do because oh, they're yeah. just like they don't like them. They don't like them, like and they Japan, make it pretty fucking known. Japan was like that, but like they just looked at you like you were an alien because you had tattoos. They were just like, uh, staring at you on the subway. Just like. Yeah, they were like, "What? What is that? I've never seen one of those why, before." Why is it doing that? Why does he? What does this white dude have Japanese lettering on his knee? <laughs> What's wrong the with kids him? reading it? It's like, <laughs> the fuck? What in the fuck? Just giving you crazy looks. Um, I mean, literally, just while we're talking about this, I'm I'm thinking about the topic, and then I'm just like, oh yeah, I could actually bring this up in therapy, but. Uh, one of the topics I threw into our uh, duo, into our group, into our chat. Duo group. Oh, my God. Oh, Literally, we got these mics so that you could pull the mic away from your face when you do that. And I broke it and then away. Oh, my God. Um, you're welcome. Jesus. People are gross. Um, this is why this one's mine. Psych- do you have them labeled? No. <laughs> Sandbag and um, Okay, so... Uh, identifying things to work on in therapy in a day-to-day conversation. Mm. So I was literally, so like, I forget who I was talking with um, at the time, but I was just like, oh, that's something I can bring up in therapy because Mm -hmm. I need to work on it. And I think specifically I was thinking um, about, because more often than not, people can see whenever there's kids in the diner, whenever there's stuff in the diner, mm-hmm. uh, like young families or stuff. I'm always very happy. I like, I like being around kids. They're great energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good with kids relatively, like just based on my niece and nephew, mm-hmm. you know, I picked her up from school today and she ran up and gave me a big hug and a kiss. And oh. It's like fucking melts your heart. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was something that I realized that I was just like, Oh, that's, that's like a cool progression mm-hmm. because there were things that like, you know, three years ago when I started doing therapy mm-hmm. on like a weekly basis, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to talk about. It was just whatever the fuck came out of my mouth that day. But mm. now I can cue it up and be like, hey, I'd like to talk about this today. Mm-hmm. I've had thoughts about this. I want to flesh some of them out. And it's something a little ball itch there. Yeah. Um, classy lady. You're a classy lady. <clears throat> um, <laughs> um, but I like. It was it was something that was really really cool to notice as far as a growth mm-hmm. element was, um, and and the thing that I that made me think of that was was the fact that I probably won't have children, mm-hmm. um, because I ended up falling in love with a woman who can't, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of a bummer, but it's also like uh, but then it made me think like, 
what kind of generational trauma am I carrying forward from my dad? What have I fixed? What have I not fixed? What would be good for me to pass on? And maybe I can pass those elements on through mm-hmm. my niece and nephew and not through my own kids and, you know, keep making an overpopulated situation even worse. Yeah. So it's like, and I'm obviously I'm not throwing shade on anybody who wants kids. I know you and Marlo want kids and mm-hmm. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait. To, <laughs> I can't wait to be the fucking the aggressive uncle. Right. That's just like aggressive. Uncle, uncle Tomas says wild stuff sometimes, but he's not wrong most of the time. Sometimes. <laughs> Most, most of the time, time. sometimes. <laughs> most of sixty percent of the time, he's, he's wrong every time. But, um, <laughs> but like I, there's there's uh, friends, especially like um, Brian, who's been on the podcast. Him and his mm-hmm. fiance now. Um, I was hanging out with them uh, the other day because it was Brian's birthday. And oh, nice. Uh, happy birthday, Brian! You're thirty eight years old. Um, <laughs> you're fucking old now. Um, but. He, um, you know, they, they want to have kids and Mm -hmm. they're kind of getting up there. So it's one of those things that, you know, they, the, the biological clock is kind of ticking for them. Mm -hmm. Um, is she around the same age? She's the same age. Um, I don't know if she'd want her name set. So we're going to avoid that. But, um, it's, uh, it was something that I brought up because she was like, you know, I, because uh, I think she's listened to a couple episodes of the podcast and just like talking with Brian, you know, mm-hmm. he would tell her that I'm kind of getting my shit together and and not as much of a fucking degenerate as before and all that jazz. And and I was just like, yeah, man, like I love kids, but it's not going to happen. And it's something that I'm still working through. Mm-hmm. Um, And and I'm like, but I'll be the happiest to like babysit for people. She's mm-hmm. like, sweet. You're my fucking yeah. babysitter one day a week when I have kids. I'm like, yeah, easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. easy. Let's get them out of diapers first, huh? <laughs> Change those <laughs> shitty diapers. My nephew takes ruthless shits, or used to. And it was disturbing sometimes. I'd be like, yeah. how is this in your body? Yeah. Dude, all you ate was eggs and pasta this morning. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, oh, my God, dude. How is this brewing? Uh, is your pH off? Um, no. <laughs> but... It did kind of, it kept that ball rolling of like, what is, what is it that kind of makes me, is it, is 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 it more exciting to be able to notice that because mm. I can see the growth or is it less exciting or sorry, not less exciting or is it more exciting just because like I'm freer with my thoughts now? I don't really mm. know. I don't really know. I think, yeah, like for me. Like, do you write those things down when you get those thoughts and then you're like, I'm going to revisit this in therapy? Uh, no, but you my therapist to literally told me, start writing them down and mm-hmm. then you can do it like, like she gave me fucking, she, it's like homework air quotes, but yeah, yeah. like, um, she's not really one to do that. But in the last yeah. like year, she's been like, give it a try. Yeah. And I know that's her way of saying, here's some homework. Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, yeah, she was like, write it down, mm-hmm. like just jot it down your phone and your fucking notes or whatever, and then talk about it yeah. with yourself. Yeah. Do like 10 minutes where you're in the chair and then, and she's like, you could even record it. Mm-hmm. You can practice talking in the microphone, record it, listen back to it, and then say, then do like five or 10 minutes as the therapist mm-hmm. and do the flip side. And I was like, yeah. Ooh, that's, that's, Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. I mean, for me similar to you like when i first started therapy it was like even just trying to get a handle on my thoughts and 
just like trying to understand how my brain works and why I feel the feelings that I do mm. and understanding what those feelings are when they actually come up. And mm. that was a big part of, for me to not using anymore was being like, oh, here's here's an emotion that's like happening. I can recognize it. And then, you know, she always uses this metaphor of like, it's a leaf floating on a stream and you just like watch it go past. And it's, that's, that's okay. Like mm-hmm. it's okay that it's there. Like yeah. a craving where, for example, right. It's like, yeah. yeah, like you don't have to judge yourself for having this craving. You just have to recognize that it's a craving and then move on from that or just sit with it until it goes away rather than being like, Oh fuck, I have to use now. And I have to just, Oh my God. I'm, and then you fucking spiral out of control. So that was a big part for me. And I never really wrote down things down. I just was, at the time I was working in a restaurant and it was just a stressful situation because I was the chef and it was just, <clears throat> there was a lot of like difficulties with, you know, trying to do my way of things and, you know, the owner disagreeing and stuff say, like butting, that. Just, heads and things like yeah, that. Like yeah, like stuff like that. And just like general like stress of with work. And, you know, she really helped me through that and being able to like emotionally regulate myself when other people around me weren't, yeah. aren't emotionally intelligent at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's at nice. <laughs> like, yeah, people who think they're cured after they go to therapy one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You You're know, like, oh, I've got it figured out. You're yeah. like, sure I'm you cured now. Yeah, my, sure my asshole. <laughs> my brain is cured now um but yeah no i think like i definitely have moments where i go through my day-to-day life and i'm like oh like this would be good to talk to talk about in therapy but Mm. most recently what i've been working on is like actively trying to work on like things around my trauma with like my childhood and stuff like that so Mm. um specifically working on certain things so like it's almost like a lot of the time actually most of my therapy sessions are me just kind of venting about my my week and that like really helps me to understand everything in my life why the viewpoint is such it's an unbiased opinion that she has that has nothing to do with the rest of people in my life and she's just gonna like listen to it and she's gonna say what she thinks and Mm -hmm. then she's gonna help me through it and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and that's been really helpful and some weeks it's just that but then other weeks uh we'll sit down and do some really hard work of like you know, a lot of work with me around like my inner child and stuff like that. Cause like there's, do you ever do, do you ever do that thing where you're like, you have just an empty chair sitting mm-hmm. like beside you or something or across from you and you pretend that the other being or the other version of you or the maybe I, I, I've done this before with like my dad where mm-hmm. my dad would be sitting in that chair and I'd be here mm-hmm. or my younger self would be sitting mm-hmm. in that chair and I would be here. And then you go back and forth where they're, they're like, okay, switch into that person mm-hmm. now. Yeah. That's Similar. Like, yeah, I'm doing that kind of work, not with like the chair thing, but yeah. I am like talking to my, to, mm-hmm. to my inner child. I'm talking to, you know, like doing all this work around like, Oh, like what age were you and, and try mm-hmm. to picture them and then like try to talk to them and like, what's wrong with them, try to comfort them. Uh, try to validate their emotions, you know what I mean? Because they weren't getting validated by anybody else at that mm-hmm. time in their life, all that kind of stuff. And it's insane how, like, therapeutic isn't the right word. It's, like, it's like the most emotional experience. Uh, one of the you, most you've emotional. You've had experience. to date. Well, yeah. one of the, like, definitely, like, yeah. taught, like, getting married and stuff like that is definitely, one of, definitely way up there. But, like... I don't know if there's like a top 10. It's just like they're all mm-hmm. like those really integral moments in my life. And just like talking to myself as a child and like giving him the things that he needed that he didn't get mm-hmm. from anybody when he was going through traumatic shit. Yeah. It was like, yeah, it's insane. Like just 
never cried that much before in my life. Right. It was like really like intense, yeah. but like so afterwards you're just like so like loose and like mm-hmm. everything's kind of lifted off of you. Yeah. Fucking eh? But yeah, very hard work and you have to be in the right state of mind to be able to do it because if yeah. you're not happy when you oh, like you got to f- fix gonna, that <laughs> stuff first yeah, yeah, yeah. before you can even try to connect to Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and before you even start doing things like that, like I think it was at least a year before I started to do shit like that. Oh yeah. Going to therapy like every every week week for a fucking year. Yeah, I still go every week and yeah. I've been doing it for two and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Good man. <laughs> um but yeah. Um Okay. Next one. Next. Abrupt topic change. Um <laughs> Well, no, I think it's I think it's important to to kind of keep revisiting the therapy thing just because it is mm-hmm. something that is as healing as it is for us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the bigger things as to why you and I can sit down and have conversation. <laughs> My fucking voice is crazy. Have you, ever listened, okay? have you ever listened to your voicemail? No. Does it crack? Yeah. It's That's like, a Hi, my name's Tomas. Please get back to me when you... <laughs> It's so funny. Every I time literally I haven't you. changed it for like 12 years. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. Oh, uh, for real? Yeah. Ew. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I think it's I, 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 I think it's important to keep expressing that because it is something that is so um it it, it is, it continues to be so transformative for us. Mm-hmm. I think our friendship, our conversations our Mm. honesty our interests Mm -hmm. um whether it be you and i or just you and marla or you and john or me and my fucking diner Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or not my diner uh, the diner um (laughs) the diner and you know uh, leah and all that jazz so it's like Mm -hmm. i think i think it's something that likely we'll be touching on for a while yeah and often (laughs) Why but not? um let's go abrupt abrupt topic change um unique realize <laughs> unique you you nork shut up shut up um realizing someone close to you has completely different priorities <laughs> yeah that's a doozy what are we thinking about here Matt? you you fired this one in the old yes group. i did um yeah there was a you know I'm I'm okay if 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 John listens to this, it's okay. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> he, he probably won't. But um, yeah. you know, me and John are business partners, and we had a a moment the other day where we um, disagreed on something pretty major. Um, and it was just interesting to me because, like, you know, me and John know each other like way too well. Like, we we spend so much fucking time together. So much time together, like. Uh, very like you know it's 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 that weird kind of like silence with that other person when you're sitting in the car for eight hours where it's like you you're so far past there's like stages of it it's like oh you have like to keep up conversation because you want to be polite and then it gets past that and you can like be silent but then you like make the occasional joke but then it gets past that and you're just like you're okay to be sitting in silence with this person for eight straight hours and you don't have to say anything to them. Like that's how well we know each other. It's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally yesterday we were in the car for yeah, eight, 10 hours total. But anyways, said like four sentences. Yeah. Well, like we made jokes and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But like, you know, there'll be like a solid three hours where you don't say anything to each other. Right. Um, but yeah. So like, 
we uh the last podcast that i was on we had just gotten back from um montreal and uh we were discussing payment with uh our friend and stuff like that um who had had helped set up the the dinner uh the dinner series and um i was pretty like eager to get that going because i have not been making almost any money in the last couple months so i messaged Mm -hmm. the group chat that we all the three of us have and i was like hey like let us know when you've done like the expenses like for what you've spent on the crab and stuff like that for the dinner and the sake and all that stuff and then we can figure out what what we're taking home he's like okay yeah i can do that today so then he like goes in the group chat and he says like this how much this cost blah blah blah, all that stuff he's like after expenses we made this much he's like split five ways it's about this much i won't say how much it was but yeah um i was like really i was like that seems like quite low like mm. just just for perspective i guess it was like around twelve hundred dollars right and that was like seven days worth of work for me and john like a lot of work uh and that's gonna be split between you and john no 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 each twelve hundred dollars each twelve hundred piece um yeah so then i was just like i messaged john separately from the the group chat and i was like hey do you think this is fair and he's like well it's the more than i made last time um but last time he had to pay for like a rental car like a couple other things that we didn't have expenses for this time Mm -hmm. um so i was like wait a second i'm like this seems super weird so he said that he was splitting it between uh all of us evenly and so i was like wait does he mean five of us because tam was helping us out yeah and uh camille yeah but they worked two days yeah so i was like doing the math in my head and i was like like, okay this divided by five okay that's twelve hundred dollars i'm like I don't think that's very fucking fair. Like, yeah, yeah, they're great. You know, they worked 32 hours in two days. Yeah, yeah. So I did the math. I'm like, we were ended up, like, if we had paid them that much, then they were making like a hundred over a hundred dollars an hour. Yeah. And I was like, mm, not so no. much. So I advocated for myself and I, I was kind of proud of myself for this. And cause like last year when I was asking for a raise, it was just such a big deal for me to like ask for money and like mm. know my worth and stuff like that. But this was like instantaneous. I was like, no, no fucking way. Like, so we split it up evenly between me, John, and Julian, and then the other two got twelve hundred dollars each, which is still forty dollars an hour. So, you know, very fair. Yeah. Um, so I'd advocated for this extra money, and and before yeah. we had done this trip, uh, me and John had spoken about um, splitting uh, half the finances from this dinner to go back to pay our debt, and then the other half going to pay us to yeah. like live. Okay. So. John immediately texts me and he's just like, hey, can we put 500 more dollars into the the debt payment? And I said, no, absolutely not. I can't afford it. And he proceeded to say, well, if we pay the rent on our apartments or if we pay the rent on the shop, it's the same thing to me. And I was like, yeah, I, (laughs) I safe to say I strongly disagreed with that. Um, John you know, we had a meeting the day prior and uh, it was about our loan agreement with uh, our investors and stuff like that. And and I think yeah. John was like super worried about the debt and stuff like that. And yeah, that was he in, just, in the forefront of his mind. Yeah. And I yeah. think it might, might have just projected onto me and stuff like that, which is fine. Like, I get it. Um, that but is, he was that like, is kind of one of the byproducts of knowing each other so well is that you're mm-hmm. just you'll just blah yeah exactly and so you know he was like can i call you like blah blah blah, because we were just texting and stuff like that and i was like uh i just need some time to like think this over and so i took the day i like talked to a couple other friends i talked to my wife all this stuff and um sure enough john like he called me and he was like can we grab a coffee the next day and he was we grabbed a coffee and he was like i really 
want to apologize. I think what I said was like completely unreasonable. And I just had to like, let him know. I was like, Hey man, like I want you to know that I don't care how much money I owe. Um, this debt will never take priority over my mental health or my family. It'll never happen. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll, I'll I'm, become a line cook to pay I'm, this debt. I'm willing to care. fucking, I'm willing to claim bankruptcy and fucking, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. not more important than my mental health. And my mental health means being able to live. And it means, you know, my having, wife having a roof over my head and having my wife. <laughs> yeah. My fucking person that, so. but also like Marla has two jobs right now and she's, you know, supporting me and our family and paying rent and all that stuff. Yeah. So like basically Marla broke it down for, for me, which I in turn broke it down for John and the company was like, either I get a part-time job or, you know, something has to change because I need this much to, take home to actually yeah, live to fucking you know, marla hasn't bought clothes in six months you know what i mean it's like yeah so little things like that i took her shopping later but <laughs> uh yeah it's just you know it was in it was a, yeah. a realization that like i think and i i think where it's like the honesty can be quite good mm-hmm. it is good that you guys are as honest as for you sure. are with each other but undoubtedly lines will get crossed for sure yeah but it's important to, like you said, advocate for yourself and just take mm-hmm. that. Be like, nah, son, I need like, give me 12 hours. I'll talk yeah. to you in 12 hours. Yeah. Like, and obviously if the shop is open, that's a very different conversation. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But like for now you have, you can mm-hmm. take 12 hours and you can be like, chill. Yeah. Chill. Just exactly. Like at the end of the day, this I need extra... to get a good sleep. I'm going to smoke a little bit of pot tonight and yeah. chill the fuck out. I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. But I am going to process. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, that $500 or whatever it may have been, was it going to make a difference for uh, the large amount of debt that we have in that moment? No. Was it going to make a difference for my life? Yes. Yeah. So, you know. Is it going to put food in my fucking fridge? Exactly. Is it going to make sure my dog's got fucking dog food? Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. So, yeah. And it's it's to that point now, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's just that realization that, like, at the end of the day, like, um, you know, we both have our own ideas about why we got into this, which is good because it's, you know, mm. obviously we're both good at certain things or we're bad at certain other things. And we, we pick up after well, and I each think other that, and where that's each other the beauty of how you guys compliment each other is that mm-hmm. like John is so numbers and you are all the feels. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> a good like, way of putting it. Yeah. But in like, in, in a yeah. really productive, passionate, mm-hmm. beautiful way. Yeah. Um, and John is hyper analytical. Mm-hmm. Um, um, certainly both of you to a fault at times. Yeah, for sure. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's just about navigating that. And, and it was just like shocking to like realize about certain things like that, that were that like to me that like, I would just kind of assume that he would have the same kind of outlook mm-hmm. on it as me. Um, and I think it had a lot to do with the situation at the time and what was going on and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe his priorities are different. Maybe they're the same. But, yeah, it was just a shocking realization for me. But it's like at least we know rather than like three months down the road. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Then being like, uh, hey, man, that, yeah, that one time you fucking took an extra five bills out of the fucking thing to yeah not make a difference in our fucking day. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so... Okay, well that's good. Yeah, no trouble in paradise then. No trouble in paradise. Still good. Just, just speed bumps. <laughs> just speed bumps. I mean, it's bound to happen, right? Yeah. Imagine like every time that happens, it's like, what would I be doing if I was trying to do this by myself? Yeah, I would. I would be dead. You'd be up Shit's Creek for sure. Yeah. Um, can we pause for a second? Because your boy has you to pee so bad. Go pee pee. So so bad. So I'm going to hit the pause. 
And we're back. Okay, sorry. <laughs> howdy. Soup's soup's quick pee. Another howdy. A little mid mid episode. Mid epi howdy. Mid epi howdy. Little epi howdy. Or the one that oh, so howdy's there, cute Little epi howdy. <laughs> um Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that there is uh little bumps in your road. Yeah, I mean I think it's only gonna I think it's only gonna strengthen yours and John's fucking relationship. Yeah, I think for me, or I just certain, need certainly to, your relationship and your business partnership, for sure. And I think I just, for me, I, like I like talking about it out loud rather than like going it over and over again in my head. I'd rather yeah. like talk about it with somebody else and get their opinion on it. Yeah. And yeah, well, I mean, that's a great segue into the next one because the podcast is kind of my therapy in mm. in part because now your boy's down to once a month, wow, um, once a month therapy sessions, and then you and I sit down twice a month, mm-hmm. which is nice because it's like mm-hmm. I get. A lot of these these thoughts these emotions these expressions out without like without toxifying like another relationship that can't handle it mm. and i mean like maybe that's a little too much to say regarding it but it's like because like i've i've definitely gone to friends before and tried to vent to them and they're like i'm not that friend yeah it's interesting like, right oh shit my yeah. bad <laughs> it's interesting yeah some people are just like not ready to hear it or they're like yeah or they or they just don't know how to be that person for you. yeah and and not to say that they couldn't be that person for somebody but like certainly i think i think i have a select few people in my life mm. that can be that person and like you know my brother's one of them you're one of them mm. um leah for sure my mom but like it's even my brother, not so much because he's got the little, the two little kids and he's got, he's, busy. he's teaching, he's busy. So it's like, even sometimes he'll hear me, you but then he the doesn't right listen. He hears very, he's listening, but he's not hearing. Rather. Mm. Um, which is like, yeah, exactly. I catch him on the right fucking mm-hmm. instant. Um, and certainly when I saw him earlier today, that was not that fucking instant. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, I mean, we're recording on a Monday and normally record on Tuesdays, uh, Tuesdays mm-hmm. but my brother needed help today because he has so much marking to do for school and he's wow. like I just need you to like be here when Grayson wakes up and mm. like just take him out of the house and like go pick up Fiona from school and come back and then I can just park him in front of the TV for like 30 minutes yeah, while I like, yeah. bang out two hours of marking Jeez. Um, so nice there you go see Every I moved it away I moved it away it was just, I'm learning okay um <laughs> <laughs> but he uh he was he was saying um but like yeah he was like i'm not I, I won't have time to talk to you today i'm like cool i'll just i'll give you a hug and kiss goodbye and then i'll fucking bounce yeah yeah that's what i did and it was fine but like i find that the podcast and i i think i mentioned this actually this past week in therapy or last week rather mm-hmm. um and and she was like oh that's actually kind of cool it's cool that like you can notice these things about like about like just being able to express yourself and maybe it has something to do with like the recording element of it or the you know it's like fucking a couple dozen people listen to this which mm-hmm. is like not a lot of people in the grand scheme of fucking podcasts it's mm. basically nothing but we <laughs> I appreciate and love you all um appreciate appreciate um no but it is it is neat and it's it is kind of a therapeutic process in which you can just like 
it's it, it's it's like the ultimate vent because mm-hmm. you're like I fucking said it, mm-hmm. and then it's just it's like uh, have you ever met someone? I I met somebody a while ago, maybe a few years ago at this mm-hmm. point, like just the other day, like four years ago. Um, <laughs> my old man used to do it all the time. He'd be like, the other day, I'd be like, is this two months ago? Is this yeah. eight months ago? Like, what? What? Yeah, what, yeah. what day? What other day? <laughs> One of those days. Ah, okay, yeah. Um, like, fuck, dude. We don't know what the fuck you're saying. Um. <laughs> But they would they they had this this practice for their therapy that was like they didn't go to therapy or anything, but they would write down whatever the fuck it was and then they would burn it immediately and be like, hmm. that's off my fucking chest. Hmm. And that I don't need to like I don't need to look at, I don't need to fucking think about it. It's just I got it out and I fucking burnt it and fuck you, it's done. Hmm. And like it worked really well for them. And yeah. I'm like Maybe this is this is a piece a to the therapeutic that. process. Not yeah. certainly not the whole fucking thing. There are there are things that I do not talk about on the podcast, <laughs> rightfully so. Maybe eventually. But like yeah. I'm not I, I don't have the words to express mm. and I think you know what I'm talking about. Um because we've had these private conversations, right? Mm. But like I think over time maybe I'll figure out how to express it mm-hmm. in a way that isn't um as vulgar as I typically express it. <laughs> to someone like you or yeah, my yeah. brother or Leah or something like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Like how how do you feel about Yeah, I mean cuz like cuz I know we've talked about this maybe on pod before where you're like I therapy every week and then I see you every so it's almost like a double down. Yeah, and then I also things. now I'm doing couples therapy too. Yeah, <laughs> which is every other week. Bro. Yeah. Um <laughs> couples therapy is great. It's it's interesting because um uh for me, like therapy, therapy, as I was saying earlier, like my, my original therapist, it's great to like one week we'll do some heavy lifting. The other week we'll just chat about my week and, you know, get some opinions and stuff like that. And that really helps me navigate my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't see me like toning that down any, any time soon. And, and my dad pays for it too. So that's great. Very good. <laughs> Very good. I mean, um, Hey, he caused the problem. Yeah. He, fucking pay he, to fix he, <laughs> he deals out the trauma and then, you know, he can pay for it later. Um, but yeah, so then we have these, which is yeah, it's therapeutic for me as well. And then every other week me and Marla are doing couples therapy and that, that was kind of born out of like, you know, every relationship has its issues. It wasn't necessarily like, we are fighting so much that we have to like do that. It's just yeah. more so like she's tried a bunch of therapists and you know, she has a lot of trauma that she's been through. Yeah. She tried a bunch of therapists and she can really connect with them. Mm. It would be like a lot of, so is this your <clears throat> personal therapist? That's also doing the couple. No, it's separate, oh, okay. separate okay, therapists. They they work for the same, um, uh, practice, but uh, okay. different. Um, she's this, specifically, works I was going to say this one specializes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so part of the thing that we wanted to accomplish was that, like, you know, with Marla, she's, and I don't remember this because, like, she's just so open and honest with me, but, like, she's actually not like that with everyone. <laughs> she's yeah. just like, <laughs> which is, like, funny for me because, like, I don't realize it because, like, I've only ever interacted with her in the way that I do. Yeah. So for her to, like, open up to a therapist is difficult. So that was kind of one of our things is that, like, if mm-hmm. I'm there, we can kind of chat together, you know, figure out our problems, but then also kind of use some of that time to, to work on to help her, her to help her open up and it's interesting actually like because the other day we would be like talking about her and she'll start crying and it'll be about like her childhood or whatever it may be and i'll be like hey do you mind if i talk 
for you and 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 let the therapist know what you're trying to convey right now and she's yeah. like yeah and then i like say it i'm like is that exactly what like what you wanted me to say and she's like yeah and so like sometimes that'll mm, happen and that's beautiful. it's yeah it's really nice um so yeah like i have a lot of therapy going on in my life and i think it's like i think it's great i mean it works yeah. for some people it doesn't work for other people but um yeah it's interesting about the couples therapy because like the other day we had like I was just in Montreal and then I came back and we just like really missed each other. We hadn't been together or far, that away from each other for that long in a long time. And we like started couples therapy. And we didn't really have any problems or issues to talk about. Yeah. So then the therapist like kind of ended it shortly. She was like, well, if you guys don't have any problems to talk about kind of thing, which is interesting. Cause like, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was going to be more so like we can work on her, but yes. But it takes time to it's like the third time we've been. Yeah, I was so. gonna say it takes anything takes a few go arounds to really. Yeah. Like I remember who was it? I was talking with somebody, but it was like just I mean similarly to the podcast like it took me to took me like a good fucking year and a half almost mm-hmm. two years to like catch a stride of like figuring out how to talk or how I'd like to speak or, Hmm. you know, how much of myself do I allow onto the (laughs) podcast? Because Lord knows I can be uh, a handful at times. Um, you know, that's so funny. Actually, my mom used to say that about me. She was like, Matt, Matt Taylor, he's a handful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Depending on the size of the hand, maybe two. Am I right? Um, (laughs) Oh my god. Um but uh <laughs> but no, I was it's you figure out just and just like in therapy like it took me a good I want to say at least 3 months to like be comfortable with going and wanting to go. Like mm-hmm. that was one of the real kickers when I when I caught myself being like not caught but like got excited about like cool. I I'm going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I need this. And like, that was, I think I had first, I would have just, you know, cause I started therapy around the time I came back from South America, like started the weekly stuff mm-hmm. when I came back from South America and Uh Oh, yawning. Um, <laughs> and, and it was, it was, uh, so that was like what a month. I started a month after I got back from South America. That was a month before I split up with my ex, mm-hmm. and I had just started a new job. So like, there was so much unstab- inst- instability and mm-hmm. instability, in- instability words. <laughs> Apparently, I know how to speak words into a microphone not that well. Um, but I ain't no scholarly learner. Okay, um, I tell you what. I tell you what, um, but it was it was something that was that was always a stable place where like I knew I was going to this spot this mm-hmm. time every Monday or Tuesday or whatever it was at the time, and like it wasn't something that I ever had to think about. Mm-hmm. I just knew I could go there whether I was gonna open up or not, or whether I was gonna grow or not, or mm-hmm. whether I was gonna say whatever. Um, and then especially like literally three months after I started therapy, I was like, cool. So I'm sober now. Yeah. And a week after that, I meet my now girlfriend hmm. uh, or lady partner, whatever. She doesn't like the term girlfriend. <laughs> Seems juvenile, which it kind of is. It's your person. It's my, she's my person. Um, That's nice. But, uh, 
so it was just like it was a really stable thing in a really unstable mind mm. or instable Fuck. unstable i don't know anymore out of my <laughs> element um the stability i basically the stability was the important part right yeah. and i think and i think especially after in december when you're like hey i want to record some shit and mm-hmm. maybe we could actually start recording on a regular because i've told you this and i'm pretty sure i've said it on the pod is that originally the mm. pod was you and me that yeah, was the yeah. idea you were just too busy being a chef um yeah. and a drug addict yeah whatever <laughs> chef first chef first um <laughs> we're all we're all addicted to something um um that's interesting because i mean for me going into treatment like going to rehab and in guelph and stuff like that like the biggest thing they try to instill in you when, while you're there is going to a meeting every day and i know you never went to any meetings no. but like it creates some structure for your life and stuff yeah. like that and and something to you know come back to but for me i never had I, I i find a lot of people like a lot of people i talk about therapy openly all the time to like everybody i talk to and so a lot of people in my life have asked me for like a recommendation for a therapist mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like you, you got me my therapist and yeah. stuff like that. And I was going to say, I've literally, I've at least recommended, I've recommended at least three yeah. people. I've given my therapist email, like three people and be like, mm-hmm. look, she might not be good for you, but she'll know somebody. Exactly. And that was just like what happened with you. Was just, yeah. I was just like, yeah, but anyways, exactly. Going. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Cause I've like, I've seen certain people that are, you know, friends of mine that have, that have started the journey or whatever you want to call it. And everybody has a different way of, of going through it. And I noticed that like a lot of something that I've noticed a lot of people have is like this anxiety about uh, opening up to somebody when they're being paid to listen to you, hmm. which is interesting because for me, like I had never had an issue, like just fucking opening up. I was like, let's fucking talk about this. Yeah. Cause I've been, going through so much in my life i'm ready to fucking work it out yeah i'm like, ready let's to fucking, fucking vent let's go like i like are, are your eardrums good to go yeah my fucking vocal cords are good to go <laughs> yeah so yeah. i've had people yeah like being like oh like i don't know how to like talk to this person and and you know my wife included it's just like some people doesn't work for which is which i, I get it like and everybody's different but mm-hmm. i always thought that was an interesting take on it like not being able to open up because this person's being paid to listen to you kind of thing. But yeah. Yeah. But it's like, Hey man, sometimes you just got to pay for a service. Yeah. That is like beneficial for you. Like getting a, a massage or, a, exactly. or, or going to a, a physiotherapist or something mm-hmm. like that. Like it's, doesn't mean that it's that, any less genuine, right? That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And I'm like, and, and that's initially the way, <laughs> I mean, the initial way, the, the initial reason I started going to therapy was, uh, not like it was, it wasn't like I want to change my life. It was just like, uh, I hear this is a good thing mm-hmm. and like, let's give it a go. Cause the cam H stuff kind of helped. Mm-hmm. And then the personal sit downs helped as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's just go. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I was, I was going to say actually earlier, I forgot to mention it, but this yeah. whole thing that you were mentioning about like writing things down and then burning them was uh, kind of interesting. And I think writing these topics down like we do every time is interesting. We used to do this thing in Narcotics Anonymous where uh, like you'll see people that will just come to these meetings and they come to a meeting every day and they're probably not sober yeah. most of the time. 
Um, can't see it in their eye. You can see it. You can see it from a mile away. Like yeah, <laughs> we all we all know what the what those jitters feel like. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so they would do this thing where like every once in a while, it depends on the meeting you go to, but they would do this thing where like they would pass around a box and you'd have to pick something out and you'd have to talk about it. So it'd be a topic of something and you'd mm. have to talk about it. And it was a really interesting challenge because it would like make you think about how this random topic applies to you and your addiction and whatever you've been through mm. and all that stuff. But I find that this is very much like it. Like definitely it's us choosing these things rather than yeah. <laughs> <laughs> picking it out a of topic a topic being forced upon us. <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting. Like and then talking talking about that and then just like letting that go afterwards and being able to like share yeah. about it and then just that could actually be a cool thing. Any of the topics that we kind of don't get to, maybe mm. like in the random, um, in in our in our text thread thing, mm. um, we could just any of the ones we don't get to, we we'll just like write them down and just stick them in a jar or some shit and mm-hmm. fucking yeah, pull a pull some randomness out cool. of a hat like three months later when we're just like, I don't what even know where I, I was thinking? going, but let's try and decode this. <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, okay, we are. 52 minutes okay sitting sitting pretty for a fourth topic sitting pretty um let's go so man know how sexy son of a bitch you (laughs) um the word okay is very expressive in kitchens yeah this one's interesting in kitchens specifically kitchens specifically so it's like think about the amount of times where like literally this got me thinking because a sometimes you just need to say okay like mm. just as in like I heard you or as in I got it or as in like <laughs> the the front of house manager of the restaurant. Perfect example. Mm-hmm. This week, this weekend on Sunday, the last day of the week, this person uh, orders food from the diner every Sunday around the same time. Mm-hmm. The order is rarely changes, but mm-hmm. sometimes it does. So you're like, oh, you see the name and you're like, oh, cool. They try. They're trying a sandwich this week, not mm-hmm. uh, their usual standard breakfast mm-hmm. and griddle cakes. They're having griddle cakes and a sandwich. Great. Um, but it's always griddle cakes. Always griddle cakes. Mm-hmm. This word. Um, so I see that. Great. We go to make it. She punched in the wrong time. Like how how different of a time? An hour difference. Oh, yeah. So like, fortunately enough, we hadn't started the sandwich yet, so it was fine. But like, I ate a griddle cake because it was like, whatever. Um, I hadn't eaten much that day. Yeah. It was great. It was, I needed that little kick. Um, so it's an hour difference. One, not one fifty, two fifty. Great, fine. That's that's cool. And then fifteen minutes later, comes back, and is like, "Hey, I punched in the completely wrong order." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> but you know what I mean like like you just hear the tone in that okay where you're like yeah yeah just kind of like nod your head a couple times you're like okay yeah just like I'm so sorry I'll go fix it right now okay yep. sounds good yep she comes back oh, no. at fucking 245 five bits we have to talk about this order again I don't even remember what the third thing we talked about was Maybe it was the wrong eggs on the breakfast that was punched in or something. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, okay. Yup. Fucking yup. But like, it may because <laughs> it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't want to have to fucking talk about this 
Yeah. I don't want to have to talk about an order three times. Yeah. That's and deep. and she she knew it was frustrating. His woman mm-hmm. used to work in fucking kitchens. She's been in restaurants half her fucking Is life. Short, short hair. Huh? Short hair. She has short hair. No. Uh, her name is Jess. I don't know. Obviously, she, Jess is a fucking G. She used to own the Reveille. Um, oh, wow. So she, she's used to fucking kitchen bullshit. Yeah, yeah. She used to be the chef of the Reveille. Um, and now she's front house. Um, but she still, she understands how restaurants work to the nth degree, mm-hmm. right? Um, and she, like an hour after that, I was like going through my ordering. I was like, I was going to take off in like half an hour or whatever. And I go to her and she comes back. She's like, sorry about that order, man. And I was just like, and by that point, like once the order is out, I don't care. Over it, I'm yeah. done. It's I can move on, whatever. Yeah. But like, dude, during and I'm trying to explain to her that I'm just like, yeah, I don't really care. Like in the moment, I was just like, <sighs> yeah. And I just wanted to be like. Hey Jess, why the fuck are we talking about this three fucking times <laughs> through my fucking teeth? And she's like, "Yeah, no, I could feel that in you." I was just like, "That's all it needs to be." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why like, I just say, "Okay." Yeah, it's very. And expressive. I fucking move on. Yeah. But also, and then I was also talking with um one of the cooks, uh one of our new hires. Uh, he's a he's a good guy. I think he listens to the podcast. Oh, nice. Uh, keep on trucking, bud. Um. We got you. You'll you'll figure it out. Um, but it's like it's things like this where you know more often than not a young cook uh, feels as though they need to uh, explain why they did something mm-hmm. or how they did something. It's like, look, man, I'm not I'm not mad at you. I'm not anything. It's all I need to hear mm-hmm. is an okay, so that you've heard it and that we can mm-hmm. move on from the situation. It's not like I don't need to hear why your pride was something in the way or whatever the fuck Mm. and i'll tell you off mic a little bit more about it but like it's it's something that i think i find um children of the internet Mm -hmm. the next generation of cook feels as though because because there's even things like this things like the podcast things like youtube shows things like this Mm -hmm. that are very expressive and explain the entire process that they think they need to explain the entire process Mm -hmm. which sometimes is good mm-hmm. it's important to be able to articulate how how you got there and then yeah. i can tell you why that's wrong <laughs> but like sometimes you just need a okay yeah and it's not a frustrated okay it's not a it's not a uh i feel bad okay it's just a heard yeah height understood good to go yeah you know what i mean so it's like that word okay in restaurants is mm-hmm. You know, even I used to get in fights with my ex where she'd be like, I'm fine. I'm like, bitch, I know what fine means. Fine doesn't mean shit. Like, fine, fine means not fine. Fuck out of here. You're fine. Like, don't say you're fine. It doesn't work on me. Yeah. I know I, I know you well enough to know that you're not fine. Um, yeah. My wife so does that to me. All find time. a different fucking word. Find yeah. a more expressive word to articulate how you're feeling in the moment. And I think okay is the flip side of that where it can mean so many things mm-hmm. and you don't have to say anything but. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, thoughts, comments, there's, concerns. There's a lot of, um, kind of chef, unspoken chef, uh, code around that. You know what I mean? Like, I remember the what first came to my mind listening to what you said was when I was a little bit younger working in the sushi restaurant, mm. 
and uh, this is like 2015 to 2017-ish. And that was interesting because I was the first person that worked there. And in Japanese kitchens, the person that's been there the longest is the most experienced, whether or not that person is better or worse than somebody who starts later. Okay. You're always... whoever's The, the hierarchy is very important. Yeah. Okay. And the, the, whoever starts first is the oldest person in the restaurant kind of thing. Hmm. Um, Which you were there from opening. You from opening, yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of times when I was working with uh, my good friend Lynn, who's... Um, he started uh, maybe eight, nine months after I did. And he would do something like a mistake or something like that. And Jackie, my chef, would come up to me and be like, what, what the fuck is this? And it would be uh, completely not my fault. I had nothing to do with it. But every single time, I would every single time, I'd just say, hi, understood. And I would fix it. And, you know, trust me, I got in a lot of trouble on my own and from yeah. things that I did. But there, it was one of those things. It's kind of just like, okay, right? It's like... It doesn't matter. Learn to take it on the chin. Yeah. I guess is what... doesn't matter who did it, what happened, blah, blah, blah. Like at the end of the day, it was my responsibility because Mm -hmm. I was the the most senior and I let that get out of hand or whatever it may be. Um, But yeah, there has been times too like where I've worked at restaurants and I've been like getting screamed at Mm -hmm. by a chef and I'll just turn to them and be like, okay. And then I'll just do it because I'm yeah. like in my head. I'm just like, are you done yelling at me now so I can fucking just get on with yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. like we both know this isn't about me. Like, you, so just, yeah, get over your clearly. Dick. There's something going on. Yeah, with like, you today. I'm like, yeah. okay, let's. Go. How was last night for you, dude? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll like I... stop what I'm doing, turn around, and be like, okay, and then I'll like, yeah, or yeah, all right. Yeah, you give him like a okay. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It was one of those things that was very, um, and I I think I said something along those lines to Jess, and I was just like, I was just like, yeah, man, like I don't know. I just say okay, and I do it. I just yeah. fix it or whatever. I or I I just it's it's something so minor like that mm-hmm. that is like there's no point in me just mm-hmm. not taking it on the chin and just fucking moving on. Because at the end of the day, in that Who moment, cares? the food is more important. Yeah, it's like. Cool. I'll make a hash brown happen three minutes faster than I need to. Yeah, I can do that. I've done it many times. It's yeah. fine. Um, or whatever, whatever the 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 actual order was. I don't even remember at this point. But that's <laughs> a, but that's how insignificant it is, mm. and how I think important it can be to just know when to shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't mean that in like a mean way. I'm, it's more of like a there are times for words, and there are times mm-hmm. for just Hi. Yeah. Yeah. And, and especially I think when you're getting used to a new space or getting used to conversing with someone like the mm. first few months, Jess and I were conversing. I, I made an effort. Now me making an effort is still kind of me being me <laughs> a lot of the time, but yeah. fortunately enough, she was a regular at the diner before. So she knew the vibe. So it mm-hmm. wasn't hard for me to, it wasn't hard for me to bridge the, the newness of her into her role now. And mm-hmm. then, my me into this role now so it was Mm -hmm. like it all of that was kind of happening simultaneously so it wasn't it wasn't a tricky thing but it was like eventually i kind of learned like okay great i just just knows exactly what needs to happen she's a fucking professional but there are people that when you're learning you just need to like take it on the chin you just need to shut the fuck up sometimes and that's not it's not to say that your opinion won't eventually be heard yeah or needs to be or needs to people need to listen to it mm-hmm. 
I think it's important, but to an extent there, when you're certainly getting used to a new space, like she wasn't very, she wasn't super like, uh, chatty or like, Mm -hmm. or things like that. And I think when you do that, you end up taking away from the lesson that can be learned in the moment. Mm-hmm. when you're just like, hey, I just need to get used to this space. I'm not used to this space yet. It's going to take me a few months. Why don't I just do my best to like curb my comments for the first little bit mm-hmm. until they can, you know, people around me can see that I'm a valuable asset mm-hmm. and that I want to be here and all that jazz. Yeah. And I've I've done it many times. Like yeah. fucking probably too much to a certain extent and in places where I wouldn't stick up for myself, right? Mm. Where you're like, oh, I let that slide too far. And there it is a fine balance between sure. the two. But like I think now I mean, certainly myself, just speaking for myself, it's I'm I'm much more comfortable now like expressing how I feel about a given topic. Like mm. five years ago, I had no opinions on anything because I wasn't trying to form them. Yeah. And now it's like, look, I, I could give a shit about that or like the science of food, like Here's the thing. I don't really care about the science of food. You just like cooking it. I like I like the love of food. I think, mm. and and you and I had this conversation uh, two weeks ago. Um, uh, the what was it? The shokunin. Yeah. Is am I saying that right? Yep. Um, the craft of it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the craft of it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy the hands-on, tactile craft of it. Mm-hmm. The, cooking a poached egg at ninety-two point five degrees or whatever the fuck it's supposed to be, I don't care. Yeah. Does it look good? Does it taste good? Can yeah. you do it every time consistently? Yeah. I think that for me is where my mind thrives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, different varying degrees of thriving for sure. Because <laughs> Lord knows I fucking hate poached eggs and I never want to cook them. But <laughs> unless me and Marla come and you have to poach it hard. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Poached hard. I can't believe you. You guys ordered poached hard. You she she literally gags for. She's like she sees a yolk and she'll be like, Ugh. but she eats like tartar. A, uh, yeah, but she doesn't like. She gives me the yolk part and then she'll eat the. What? Trust me, Marla. Get it together. I know you're listening. Um, but it, but <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say though, like even when I was in a chef position though too, like to the same degree. Like I remember with a certain employee that I had. A, the restaurant that I just left, um, he is really good, and he it was, but he's very young, and and he was learning a lot of stuff for the first time. And there was a lot of times where like I'd be like giving him responsibility for like ordering and stuff like that, and being like, okay, you're gonna let me know at the end of the week because this is the stuff that you see the most. Like, uh, like yeah. yeah, I could be doing it, but like because I'm the chef, but like I want, I, I want, want you to get used to looking I, at this. Yeah, shit I want you to step up. Eye. I want you to step up and take on this responsibility and let me yeah. know when we're low on this so that I can order it. And he's like, yeah, okay. And he was like excited about it and stuff like that. And there was this one time where like, for example, there's a sandwich on the menu at Sky Bar that I don't think will ever come off. It's a uh, katsu. It's like deep fried pork cutlet. And we go through like so much of it. It's insane. And basically it's brined and then vacuum sealed. And I told him, I was like, oh, like how many do we have left? And it was like at the end of the week or whatever. And I was writing an order list. And he's like, oh, we're like really low. We need to get them, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah. There's like only one bag left or whatever. So I went downstairs. I was like, I think you're, I think you're wrong. Cause like I had remembered that we had just gotten in a pork loin like recently and all that stuff yeah. and processed it all the stuff. And you're so like, I go downstairs. To I also know how many we've sold in the last fucking four yeah. days. So like, so I went downstairs and sure enough, 
he was looking at the freezer but didn't take anything out he just like looked at the top and i was like lifted four things off and there was like five bags and i was like and I, and i started you know not reprimanding him for it but i was just like hey like this is this is something you need to get better at because if you want to be a chef one day like this is like yeah that's you that's, need to know where everything dollars for the product that exactly. the restaurant can't afford to, to bring in twice yeah. yeah 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 so and he proceeded to start giving me excuses mm-hmm. while i was explaining them to mm-hmm. them and i was like no 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 it's not like I wasn't trying to be rude to him, but I was like, it's not your time to talk. Like what you, what yeah. the time is right now is to learn a lesson and you need to just all, take all, this. All I need listen. from you isn't okay. Yeah, exactly. An okay or yeah. yes chef or you know, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it took him a, a long while to, to get to that. And I think he really would like struggle because he thought that I was like mad at him before it. But mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's not about that, man. Yeah. Like you just gotta, you gotta. It's never personal. Yeah. It's always about the product. And it's always and, because sorry, I'm trying say, to make him a better ca- cook. Like, exactly. And now, you know, we're good. To, we're still in sword interrupt, but like we're still on really good yeah. terms. And I go in there all the time and I see him and stuff like that. And he's like showing me his fish butchery techniques and stuff like mm. that. And he's uh, he's like proud to say Appreciative that. of that. Yeah, yeah. But I pushed him real hard, right? Because, you know, that's what we do. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that that's the piece that I... That that for me is is the is the tricky part because I'm like I I can certainly have a tone that mm-hmm. I think can be mean. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, in a work environment, for sure. And me hey, too. Hey, hey. I meant for sure. <laughs> um, I'm not. I mean, but also that yes. Though I do giggle, but um, <laughs> but it's it's something that I'm working on as well in the last couple of years where I'm like, look, I'm not, and, and I, and I do, I I reiterate it very often where I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's no, I'm not emotional about it. It's not personal, but it's something that needs to be said right now. And you need to understand Mm -hmm. that this is part of the gig. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's okay to be upset that you made a mistake or that you're being critiqued. Yeah. I Lord knows I've been in kitchens half my fucking life. Yeah. And the owner of the restaurant still comes up to me and is like this. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Word. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody still gets it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You pay your taxes. What's that? That's you saying, okay, to the government. Yeah. Literally. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's okay. Fine. <laughs> Even though you guys are fucking to? the dog forever. Yeah. Um, but like, that's, I think it's, it's an important, it's not just a kitchen lesson. Mm-hmm. I think it, oh, I think this, this is sure. where the kitchen can transfer over to life because mm. there is so much immediate critique when it comes to food. That can be transferred over to a life lesson quickly if you want it to or slowly like I did it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it took me way longer than it should have to learn these lessons mm-hmm. um, or could have rather not yeah. should have. But um, and, and it's something that 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 I try to 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 be as expressive as I can and know that whenever I'm talking to somebody and there's you know, there's we have a couple new hires and. The one I'm thinking of specifically, it's not personal. We love you. That'll never change. And then the other guy, uh, Graham, who I've had on. Yes. He's like, he's a fucking, he's same deal. He's been working in kitchens for, I think, 14, 15 years. Like, oh, wow. he's a couple years older than me. Um, But like, 
I when I critique him, it's fine. I know he's not going to take it personal because service is going to end. He's going to smoke a cigarette. He's going to come back in, do a little prep and fuck off. And he's going to be like, cool. Thanks, guys. Peace. Give yeah. you a high five. Um, And he understands that mm-hmm. because he's gone through that. He yeah. was the sous chef at the Gabardine for oh, wow. a long time. Um, Like he was it, it, it was all that stuff where it was like he understands that that's different. And being a young cook is it's tricky to make that shift. Mm. I, I I remember vividly just always having to come up with an excuse and excuse and excuse. And you're like, mm. Hey man, like you can save so much energy by just saying, okay. And doing your best to apply it. It might take you three, four five times of being reminded, mm. but eventually you should fucking pick it up. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the majority of people do. Mm-hmm. And they do well. Yeah. And they they end up thriving. But it's important to understand that going through those lessons is is necessary. Mm-hmm. And and it's okay to be upset. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the internet raised next generation that watches watched a bunch of YouTube shows like this fucking guy, Kenji Lopez. Also. I don't know him. Okay, well, um, He's some YouTube chef, but apparently uh, <laughs> super uh, some shit came out of him that was like uh, he's had some anti-Semitic remarks in his nice. in his show or like in an interview once. And you're like, I knew it, man. Like the guy isn't spotless. Like I've had two two people recently be like, oh, yeah, I love his stuff. I'm like, yeah, why, though? Why do you, because he like, he does all these different things. He's like, you can only, you can, you can soft boil an egg with half the water in the pot or like you can steam it. It's the best way. It's like, what was wrong with just putting it in fucking boiling water for six and a half minutes, bro? What's wrong with that? At what point in your life are you not going to have enough water to boil? I mean, in some countries maybe, but like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, in this part of the world, we got all the water. Yeah, We're laughing. Like a, that's like a weird flex. Like, but like, well, because his whole thing was like he he puts it in a steamer, in like one of the stack steamers. Okay. Um, which is like fine if you're doing like 400 eggs, but like, mm-hmm. and then like I had a, a, an old cook, the one of the guys at the beginning of the year or the end of last year that didn't work out. Um, he just he wasn't right for the kitchen. That's fine. Um, but he would bring his shit up all the time. And I'm like. Don't trust that guy. Not not because it's like obviously you know we're recording this and on video a little bit here and there and it's like and 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 like there there's a certain amount of ego attached to that because you're like I think that what I'm saying could be applicable to somebody mm-hmm. right but like when you start getting super preachy and now I've never watched any of his videos but like it just like he got kind of exposed I think by Bon Appetit um or some other guy i forget i forget the connection no not bon appetit um he had a write-up in bon appetit and then some other guy fuck jake jake was telling me about him (laughs) that like he goes on these deep dives and then like finds out all this shit about people and you're (laughs) like oh so this person isn't spotless like they've been trying to lead you to believe it's like yeah look man if you're not getting admit to your to your bullshit Mm -hmm. then don't fucking do it yeah because we all know you're broken yeah you want the attention you like the attention yeah there's something like yeah i said earlier there's only two dozen people listening to this that kind of gets me excited because you're like oh cool man like at least someone listened to like five minutes of it and then maybe they were like man fuck this shit these guys are boring (laughs) but like 
Dude. I don't know. I, I got your ear for five minutes Why when, not? when yeah. you could have been listening to a radio lab or 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 a comedy podcast or a murder podcast or mm-hmm. a, or a something. You chose food. Mm-hmm. Like I had. Uh, yeah, I don't know, it's 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 weird. So like, I forget how we got onto this even, but like, <laughs> I suppose it's like. I just don't trust YouTube chefs. <laughs> it's like unless yeah. your name is Gordon Ramsay and I know that you have a fucking uh, a background in cooking some of the most delicious food ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your beef Wellington game is that tight. Like I don't know. Whatever yeah. it is. But like I love beef Wellington. Oh god. It's been yeah, so yeah, long yeah. since I've had one. Yeah. It's been a while. Cook me beef Wellington. Um <laughs> <laughs> not with not with a fucking tenderloin though. Like fuck tenderloin. With something good. Yeah, yeah. With something that has actual flavor. Yeah. Um <laughs> Can you can you do a, a ribeye beef Wellington? Ooh. Sounds good. If you just like, what if what if you just like you scored it down the middle and then it was more more like a square, more what like more do... like a square because you could just go lengthwise and then it would be like this little itty bitty rectangle, like probably the size of the microphone. Nice. That would just be. That'd be cool. I don't know. But um, anywho, else before we get two in the weeds here, <laughs> um, fuck Kenji Lopez and no <laughs> <laughs> hashtag fucking um, no. But I'll uh, I'll I'll I'll. It's like it's some like food journalist guy that like basically exposed him and is like he's not a fucking saint, man. And nobody is. Nobody is. And and it's important I think that people understand that reps need to be put in. You mm-hmm. need to no matter how much like this is a career of taking shit. Mm-hmm. How much shit can you take? How many yeah. times can you say okay and go and cook the thing again and yeah. again and again? Yeah, there's been points in my career where I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm ready to not do that at that at that level. Mm. Yeah, and I'm much happier for it. But like, you, know, you have to you have to find out what your breaking point is and mm-hmm. when you can not take anymore, right? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Well, that was like me going from fucking peoples, where it was like all ego and fucking super high strung like it's just all the drugs and the alcohol and the fun air quotes but like so much fucking yelling really and then just like where i'm at now nobody yells yeah i raise my voice slightly but in always i shouldn't say always but more often than not in like a very joking tone if i'm frustrated i'll I'll just fucking grumble to myself. Like Oscar the Grouch or whatever, right? But like, <laughs> um, but I think I think you do reach a point where you're just like, I don't want to, I don't want to play this game anymore. Oh yeah, and, for sure. and whether that's getting offline like you did, and you're like, Nah, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I got the knowledge. Yeah, I've had my fun. I I have my takeaways, mm-hmm. and now. I need to do this because it's going to make my heart happy. Yeah. It's like, I was like getting out of edgeless, getting away from people's and being like, yeah, high end shit's not for me. I don't yeah. need, I don't need to cook Wagyu ever again and I'll be happy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's very true. Fuck yeah. that. I remember when I worked at sushi Saito for like three weeks Yeah, and I was in active addiction at the time, but I worked there for three weeks and there was for people who don't know, it's like a $500 tasting menu. It's in New Yorkville and, very expensive uh high-end sushi restaurant but it's uh i worked there for three weeks and uh we used to have to make him sushi on at the end of saturday night and mm. it was me and one other apprentice and this guy was like 
you know, the, the hours there are crazy. It's like 95 hours a week. So this guy's exhausted. I was only working part-time there because I was working at Sakai Bar at the time too. It's like Saturday night. We're like done service. So you have to clean down and then you have to like make staff meal for this guy and the say, rest of the then, staff. Then cook another batch of rice and it better be on point. Yeah. And then make sushi for everybody in the staff. So I was making, you know, sushi for the chef and he's like, oh, like, and he was like absolutely like super rude. Like the other guy made sushi and he'd been there for like a year and a half. And he was just like, oh, he's like, Matt, you're at like 60% out of a hundred. He's like, you're 0.5% like said to this guy like to his face and then this guy was just like exhausted you know like not he was leaving soon and and he was doing makimono like rolls and stuff like that but he just wasn't taking it seriously he's kind of like joking around with like the staff and it was like kind of a jovial atmosphere and saito like gets up and he's just a shit you not for 30 minutes straight just berating him in japanese and like telling him like do you even want this like what's wrong with you like blah, blah blah and i'm just i have to stand there and like listen to it and it's like three in the morning at this point and i'm still at work and i'm like and i'm like sorry excuse me like in japanese i'm like can i leave because i have to work in my other job tomorrow and they're like yeah you can go and after that i was like no like never again why is that I don't ever need... applicable oh like, he's that he's, amount of psychosis is he's like... he's a real piece of work like he's yeah, well, I sexual think... harassment yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah, like yeah. real fucked little, up little old school japanese old shit. School. Yeah, yeah. yeah i think john john's told me about him yeah um uh, before maybe even on pod yeah. um but he was we didn't mention the name but yeah yeah <laughs> just don't yeah. tag him <laughs> um it's what it is <laughs> yeah. but yeah it just gets to the point where you're just like i don't need to take this anymore and i yeah. can i can go off and i can be a head chef of a restaurant yeah i could i could stand here get yelled at by this guy and like what am i gonna learn yeah. like or i can be go go ahead and, and be what, a what, head chef of a restaurant yeah, that's what i did like, yeah and you're like I'm I can be just as fulfilled over here. Yeah. If not more. And not have all the abuse. Yeah. Like certainly, you know, the different dynamic being mm. the chef or just part time or whatever, but it's like fuck me, dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, any hoodles. Let's uh our twenty shout outs. Let's uh let's roll into shout outs. Uh Patty's Island Grill. Patty's Island Grill, what the fuck yeah, is this? it was super cool. We were, uh, <laughs> we were uh, me and uh, my friend Jacob from uh, my old chef. We drove out to Port Burwell, which is um, out near London, okay, but it's on Lake Erie, uh, to to meet a new fisher folk. And uh, we were a little bit early. We had breakfast, and we were like driving through this main street of the town, and mm-hmm. it's like this like cafe, and it says Patty's Island Grill, and it had like curry chicken, like super Bro. curry chicken with beans and, and rice and it was fucking delicious it was Let's so go. good <laughs> yeah it's like wow this is so cool this is surprising for for sorry where port 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 burwell port burwell yeah so it's like you go the go to hamilton you could ever have you go <laughs> all the way to brampton you go through bram or uh, not brampton uh brantford Brantford, and then you yeah. keep going keep going west towards yeah. london and then it's south to the to the lake cool yeah, small town, very small town. Yeah, fucking yeah, a. but like has some fire curry. Yeah, Trinidadian curry. Trini. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, super cool. Good spice. Yeah, they had ghost pepper sauce and a couple other sauces that Jacob was like pounding it on there, and I was like, "You're a psychopath." And then You're I like, took the normal I... hot sauce, and I was like, "This is still good." Yeah, <laughs> it's good enough for my. Like, I don't need to burn my friggin' yeah. my innards and be worried that I'm gonna shit myself on the drive home. Like, yeah. 
It's a six-hour car ride. Let's uh, be kind to ourselves, you know? Um, And then I am going to shout out a classic, a Toronto institution. Been around since 1952, 53. Patrician Grill. I think it's something, yeah, it's something like 70 years. That's wild. It's bananas. And they 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 recently had a, a write up in Blog To or Toronto Life or one of the things because they put on their their little chalkboard out front like the the A frame thing mm-hmm. just uh, come in before this is a weed shop because <laughs> <laughs> every every goddamn Literally. business is now a weed shop, um, which I don't think they're in in at risk of of closing at least I don't think Hopefully so not. I hope not um it would be very that would that would be a sad day yeah but uh but jake and i uh one of the cooks at the diner him and i go uh we we start going out for breakfast again now that like the whole mask mm. shit has dropped and like covid's kind of over ish um I don't, I don't i don't even know anymore. covid's never gonna be over it's yeah no, restrictions. It's, well the beauty of the of of something like this is every variant they can keep reintroducing the fear element to it mm. which helps control you right um or control something i don't know i don't know what it is but i just cook eggs and potatoes dude like um but patrician grill phenomenal it's like old school diner just chose cucumber Mm. there's two cooks there's one guy serving and he's the owner and he's just Mm -hmm. how many two yeah so there yeah you guys want coffee Yeah. yeah i'll take a tea with some milk coffee cool what do you want yeah, to eat? Something so what, nice what, what do you want to eat? Oh, I'll take a steak and salad and give me a fucking pea meal on a bun on the side. Yeah. Cool. Done. Great. And then it costs like ten dollars. No. Not anymore. Not now. Fucking but it, it still costs, costs like twenty four bucks for I mean the steak. But that's is, like the steak is not a good steak. It's no. like the uh, the steak at the diner, the steak and eggs at the diner alone cost twenty five bucks. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's like um but uh but yeah it's like it's and it's not like perfectly cooked steak it doesn't have a nice sear on it but, but it's that's like, not something you expect when you exactly go to a place it's like, like that. that's not what you're going for you're going for fucking the fact that like as soon as you sit down there you just feel chill yeah you're not worried about like uh can i have water where's my sparkling water like yeah. no <laughs> fuck out of here dude like just give me a tea with a couple of those shitty little creamer milks on the side yeah like it's it's fucking great yeah um you were saying before that you'd never heard of it but no i've never heard of it you probably you you've probably you've biked past it three thousand and one times definitely but like it's literally right on king yep. just west of sherburn on the south side yeah I, I go around actually trying to find spots like that there's a uh, mars foods was on yeah but it's closed now oh no yeah but that's one that one's been open since the 50s oh, yeah no. uh, mars foods that's batherson college there's um is vesta still kicking vesta lunch is still kicking let's go vesta love, love the vesta lunch uh let's one fucking more. go i used to get a fucking blt and a there's, chocolate milkshake all Bathurst, actually. After. that's really interesting there's one because mars food is a batherson college then there's one at yeah. batherson queen um that's right beside the um, on the corner with um, the halfway house, yeah, there's a diner right there, right before the the furniture store. On the north side, northwest of side, Queen. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. one, that one's really good too. Because yeah. Marla used to live around there. But yeah, love diners. Um, shout out to diners. 
Big ups. Big ups to the diners, folks. Um, anyways, uh, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Just shy of an hour and a half. This might be one of our longer ones. Um, yeah, hour 27. Good old-fashioned ramble, gramble. Ramble, gramble. Is that your fucking closer now, bro? You yeah. got to work on that closer. Yeah, howdy and ramble, gramble. It's my story, and I'm your, sticking to your it. Howdy's better than the ramble, gramble. But, yeah, see, um, the howdy's growing on you. <laughs> I mean, how could it not? I actually started listening to more country music uh, in the last like couple of years, and like, it's not bad in small doses. I like it. I like it. I could own a truck one day. You try. You're bringing me around. You know what I mean? But uh, anyways, I love you lots. I love you too. Uh, and see everyone you guys else. In two weeks. Yeah, we'll see you soon.